Welcome to One Stop Shop, a weekly podcast that helps ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs learn from the best. Brought to you by Convergio. To learn more about managing all of your e-commerce tools, channels, and strategies from one dashboard, visit Convergio.com. Hi, Aid here, founder at Convergio, previously co-founder of WooThemes and WooCommerce. And in today's video, first video of 2019, uh, I really want to chat about kind of what e-commerce will look like in 2019 and beyond. So first up, before we get into the meat of this video, I really hope that uh, 2018 was a fantastic year for you. It ended on a high note um, and that you hit all of your goals that you set yourself, both personally and in your business in the last year. And I hope that you've taken that momentum um, into 2019 uh, and you've really had a, a rocking start to this year. So as my team and I have been thinking about kind of, you know, what kind of what, what's going to happen in e-commerce in the next couple of years, um, specifically from the perspective of figuring out what we need to do um, for the product, what kind of things we need to build going forward to, to help you and kind of you know, assist you in building your business. We, there's kind of a few things, um, and they might be a little kind of you know, negative or concerning, um, and I don't mean it in that light, but a few kind of trends um, that have kind of emerged in the last year or so, um, and we see kind of accelerating. So when we think about the future, um, kind of the start for us is to look at those things and to think about kind of what we can do to kind of mitigate those kind of those risks or the, those concerns and to kind of still help you um, and help e-commerce brands build a kind of your business that is sustainable and profitable in the long term. So a couple of those things, um, kind of the trends that we've seen emerging, I think is the fact that I think competition is at an all-time high. Pretty much kind of any space, any product category, any local geography, um, every space is kind of massively competitive. Um, and the consumer has all the power in that regard, right? Because they can just kind of search and find the best product according to price or quality or kind of preference, right? So like, and that's not gonna change. The fact that those spaces are competitive is, is not gonna change. And then I'm not even kind of mentioning um, kind of Amazon, which is always the, the white elephant in the room. The second thing that I think has, has been interesting is the fact that we're seeing that the, the cost of acquisition via paid ads, so Facebook ads or Google ads, um, are continuing to rise. Like every single quarter, we're seeing that impressions for, for ads are down and the cost of those ads are up. So that's, that means that it's just gonna become more and more expensive to acquire customers going forward. The third thing, which I think was, at least for me, unexpected, but I think is interesting and relates to kind of paid ads, is the fact that there was a lot of kind of, you know, you know spotlight shone on, on data privacy um, and data breaches in the last year or so. Specifically, you think about Facebook and all of the kind of you know, things that have been said in the media about them. Um, I think these things are interesting and specifically how kind of, you know, what it might mean for platforms or channels like those where we're finding and engaging our customers, right? If there's a kind of a, a big shift in the you know, upcoming years about how users are using those platforms, it obviously means for us as businesses that we will have to kind of engage and find customers in different ways. So I think that's, that's something to kind of you know, to keep in mind there. Then harping on, and I don't mean to to put uh, you know kind of Facebook on um, you know on, on trial here, but the idea of fake news um, is something that kind of you know, pops up 
as well. Um, another article published in the last week suggests that kind of even kind of the metrics related to kind of YouTube videos, so implicating someone else here, um, are just, they're fake, they're not accurate, right? So the more we do these things, um, that where there are metrics attached, where there are things that are outside of our controls, platforms that we can't control, I think these are concerning. Like if you are running your business based off of those metrics, you may have you know a hard time. And like we, when I first you know dove into this, um, we specifically saw it with kind of influencer marketing and how kind of all the stats suggest that there are so many fakeness around you know just the way many influencers, not all of them, um, obviously. Um, but many influencers kind of report the, their their audience size, their engagement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the fact that the fact that we can't, we don't know what is fake and to what extent it's fake, I think is interesting. Um, and there's probably a shift there to kind of just to, to rather own something than have to rely on these other platforms. And then the last thing I think kind of in all of this is the fact that the the ultimate consumer, our customers. Are, I think they're overwhelmed. Um, there's so many stimuli, whether it's kind of social notifications or emails, um, but they're overwhelmed. There's too many things vying for their attention. And at the same time, when they are purchasing something, they have so many options, right? Which means like, how are you reaching them and why and how are they picking you? And I think that's the kind of the crux of what kind of what is needed in 2019 and beyond. So. In answering that question, as I said at the beginning, before I dove into some of these trends, is the idea here is to kind of mitigate or protect oneself as much as possible against those things, and to basically say, kind of do the things you can, can you, know, you can control, um, and build your business accordingly. So for us at Converger, that comes down to kind of one thing, which is to build to build a truly profitable brand that your customers absolutely love. Like we believe, we believe in this so passionately that we believe that that is the absolute only way that anyone can build a profitable, sustainable business going forward. When we speak about kind of this, this profitable brand that your customers love, it ultimately comes down to kind of two things, like having real relationships with your customers um, that involve kind of real meaningful interactions. And like part of that meaningful interactions is around kind of being smart about it, the timing, the personalizations, things that kind of all of us have been doing with you know, technology for ages. But I think there's something else there as well, which is kind of adding a little bit of softness, a little bit of kind of human um, kind of touch into those, which comes down to kindness, trust, authenticity, um, and mutual benefit. Like I think the last one, if you think like so many marketers are saying like, like look at me, look at me. Um, kind of buy my stuff, like here's a discount coupon. That's not a meaningful interaction. And I think consumers, um, the rise of conscious consumerism, like it involves kind of shifting towards having these meaningful interactions. So when I think about that, it, it really is for a business, it's, it's, it comes down to like putting your customers like front and center of everything you're doing, saying, and publishing. It's, it's almost like your customers need to be the absolute kind of you know, fabric that kind of glues everything else you're doing together. Like that's the kind of the, the extent that I think you need to focus on your customers because that's the only way that you're gonna build the kind of brand that your customers love. When we take 
quickly just kind of do almost a sidestep here and take a slight financial kind of you know uh, kind of view on this. What we're saying here is that it's important to focus on increasing customer lifetime value, i.e. kind of the amount of money customers spend with you over time. And I think it's specifically important to do that in relation to your customer acquisition costs. If you kind of you know agree with me that customer acquisition costs should rise in the you know, next couple of years or at least that it's going to be challenging, it's brutally important that you monitor that in relation to your lifetime value, right? Um, I'm not going to do a deep dive on this. I'm going to share in the show notes, I'll share uh, a Twitter thread by Wilson Hung in the last week or so that specifically talks about this and how like the the golden age um, of kind of you know, customer acquisition for digitally native brands are over and there's a shift. And he basically says that the successful brands of future will focus on that kind of you know customer lifetime versus customer acquisition cost ratio. But what that does is that supports this idea of building a brand that customers absolutely love and keep coming back to um, where they then keep kind of spending more money. So in November last year, we at Convergio released our brand trust platform. And that was pretty much the kind of the first um, step that we took and the kind of first version of what we imagine software could look like that would help brands build this kind of you know, thing that customers absolutely love. The thing that we think is, is still missing, um, and the thing that I kind of went back to in the last couple of weeks when I was thinking about this, is an idea that was popularized um, by someone called Kevin Kelly, I think it was back in 2007, 2008, and he wrote an essay called 1000 True Fans. Um, he's since updated the essay um, kind of very recently after Tim Ferriss mentioned it or referenced it a couple of times. But the idea is that any business just needs to find that 1,000 true fans uh, for them to be successful. 1,000 true fans that spends $100 each with you a year. So depending on your ambitions here, you may want 10,000 or a million kind of you know, fans or customers. Um, that is not the kind of you know, the point here. The principles around this is, is, is sound and it will help you kind of or at least kind of guide your business uh, regardless of kind of what scale you're at. And the idea is simple. When you find those kind of, you know, X many kind of customers that truly, truly love your you know, kind of business, that they will purchase anything and everything from you, um, that they will tell their friends about it, that's the kind of, you know, the way to scale things. And that, as I said, comes back to this idea that you have a brand and when you have customers within that kind of your greater brand community, your brand becomes this blank canvas for them to basically do your marketing for you. And you don't have to rely on these platforms. You own those relationships. Um, and there's also just so much color there that you can really have those meaningful interactions with those customers. So I know today's video is a slightly long one. The upcoming videos will be shorter. Where I want to leave you today is I really want to kind of I want to hear from you and kind of hear what, firstly, what you think about kind of where e-commerce is heading. But then more purposely, I want to kind of, I want to know what you're going to do in this new year to really build a brand that your customers love. That's it for me. Hope to kind of see you here every single week this year. Um, as I said, I'm back at it. This is just the first video of 2019. Hope 2019 is rocking and I hope that these videos can help you along the way. Cheers. One Stop Shop is a production of Convergio. Learn how to manage all of the marketing tools, channels, and strategies that you need from one dashboard by visiting Convergio.com. 
This podcast was produced in partnership with Come Alive Creative. For help building, improving, and marketing your e-commerce store, visit comealivecreative.com. To listen to more episodes or to give us a rating, please visit convergio.com forward slash iTunes.